0: Just the internal rage coming out.
1: Greg. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let me do the thing. Well, uh, I'm just going to jump right in. Welcome, everybody, to uh, well this week's episode of Peculiar Pairings. Um, I don't know why I said it that way. Um, <laughs> my name is Matt.
0: I'm Celine. Welcome to our show.
1: Uh, we we normally do a little bit of banter beforehand but the reason that I can't wait to just kind of dive in is That's because excited. well I'm more disappointed
0: you would think oh.
1: it's uh, it's kind of like baking with me for some reason you would think that these drinks would get easier and easier um you're following simple instructions they're not very complicated you don't even have to really mix them or cook them or anything I I look up a recipe for uh, uh and for anyone who's curious the pairings this week are a uh, a little bowl of I got a little ginger snap cookies so tasty and um, a cosmopolitan. Uh, you you did tell me what the topic would be and without giving too much away it involves dolls and I, that started me thinking, um, what is edible that like a doll would live in. And so when I was texting you earlier, that's where yeah. like gingerbread men came from. Cause I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not making a fucking house. All right. I'm pretty I, sure.
0: I honest to God thought you picked gingerbread men because dolls are like little people and gingerbread men are like little people. No, that was part of it. For
1: sure.
0: <laughs> so you picked up and I was like, oh, that's actually really funny. And I had like a good I... laugh at the grocery store and Gabriel's like. Oh, my God.
1: I um, actually see your line of reasoning makes more sense. I had an extra step to get me to gingerbread man. Oh, you even have the glass. Oh, my God. That's great. I
0: do. I have martini glasses from my aunt who oh. gifted them to me and they somehow survived me being rear ended in my car several years ago.
1: Wow. Must have been packed really
0: well. I thought after that the glasses. I'm like all of those glasses in my back seat are broken. Every <laughs> single one survived. I have a whole set of martini glasses.
1: It's a great. very sim- a very similar thing happened to me when I was uh, first moving out to college. Mm-hmm. I uh, had everything of, of like that a high schooler values, including his computer, and I had it in the front seat because I'm like it's safest there. And yeah. um, I'm gonna take my glasses off because. I- I mean, it doesn't really need to focus. But anyways, the camera's doing weird shit. Um, But I hit a deer going um, not over 90 miles an hour. In case anyone like my mom is listening, I was driving very safely and definitely the speed limit. I was not going 90. That was not speeding. Yeah, not at all. But I uh, I got into a little little accident and uh, my... Basically at that time brand new computer and flat screen monitor which in 2003 was very expensive and snazzy like everything's flat yeah. screen these days but yeah um and it all survived i
0: was very happy Oh wow yeah yeah
1: it was it was nice not not quite as remarkable as like martini glasses surviving a rear ending but
0: To be fair it was um... not going very fast because there was a lot of traffic mm mm-hmm. But, but the dude did hit me fairly hard, so.
1: Well, and I mean, Glass is known for being quite brittle. So, I mean, yes. it's 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 nice. It's uh, it's kind of surprising either way. Uh, but so, yeah, like I said, I think yours is at least smarter that you went right to Gingerbread Men. I don't know why I thought about their house. I think I was kind of going for a Barbie theme. But anyways, that's okay. where the Cosmo that comes
0: makes in. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: she's a cosmopolitan woman and it's a pink drink. But um, my point is, uh, I looked up a very simple recipe, which was one ounce of this, two ounces of this, three quarter ounces of this. And I don't know if there's some kind of chemical reaction or what, but in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I have a base of just an ounce. I don't have anything that specifically measures an ounce, so I'm just going to use a one to whatever ratio. I just need one cup of this, two cups of this three-quarter cups of this, and there you go. Um, I've had Cosmos before, made by a professional at a bar, and this tastes like shit. Oh, <laughs>
0: this no!
1: is somehow the two... And it's not super surprising because the one with the highest ratio is the vodka. You're supposed to have two shots of vodka and then one shot of cranberry juice. Mm. Um, but it also cal- calls for three-quarters of an ounce of uh, lime, and all I taste in this is vodka and lime.
0: Uh, see, what I did with mine was, I just used a shot glass, so that's gonna be what I used for measuring, was a shot of vodka, a shot of cranberry juice, half a shot of triple sec, and then half a shot of lime juice. Okay. Which is, it's pretty good. It's definitely not just vodka and lime.
1: Yeah, I, um... I seem to have a knack for finding the stupidest recipes because every single one that I pull up, like, like, like I said, you, you're just measuring. Cause I use like, it's, it's like a, a skull shaped shot glass. So I'm like, nice. this has to be, it's pretty sweet. I think we got it with one of those, um, like when the skull vodka came out years ago. Oh yeah. Using, like, little case that, yeah. But, um. I'm like, this should be more or less like a standard shot. So as long as I'm following the the ratio that I need, it should be fine. And now that you mentioned that, like, I did think I'm like two ounces, like double vodka for a single of everything else. I'm like, that seems like a lot of vodka. But I'm like, what do I know? And apparently nothing because um, I should have, uh, I, sh- I was right to question it. And it is, it is very saucy, <laughs> but we like our drinks heavy here. So what the hell? We do.
0: And I I will say I got mine off of the Smirnoff official website. Oh, because they have recipes on there. And I was like, what's in a cosmopolitan? And I was like, uh, I'll just Google it. And was like, oh, okay, I'll go with what Mm -hmm. Smirnoff does for theirs, because that makes sense to me. And Mm
1: -hmm. that's
0: what I used.
1: Well, and I, I just, I don't even know what, uh, Website I ended up on but mm. I did also just notice that For whatever reason I just grabbed ocean Spray cranberry juice
0: Yeah that's and what I, I used.
1: want. Yeah and I wanted just as close to like Just real juice as possible but I didn't Realize I grabbed the diet one So that's uh-huh. naturally gonna have like less sugar And stuff and I don't know if it has Less juice but um, Definitely less like Tardy flavor so I just dumped another like Half a bottle into the drink
0: There you go Yes, but Ooh. if you want to make it, check our Instagram for the recipe I posted.
1: <laughs> definitely. We have a we have a way of like double posting things. Like I usually post on my my personal don't account, but yet though. well, and that's why I'm just saying like definitely follow yours because yours is clearly <laughs> more palatable. Mine is not going so well. Jesus, rough yes. start. But anyways, now that that's I've already kind okay. of teased the theme, what are we talking about this week?
0: We're talking about La Isla. Sorry, La Isla Give de it. las Muñecas. Ooh. The island of the dolls for anyone who does not speak Spanish. I
1: was just kidding, I'm like I I I did download Babel, but I I have not gotten to muñecas.
0: Yes, muñecas means dolls. It and sounds
1: cooler in Spanish.
0: Isla sure. is island. So, my sources from for today is Isla de las muñecas.com, discovery.com, the travel channel YouTube, and travelchannel.com slash ghost adventures. And the Buzzfeed Unsolved video where they travel to Island of the Dolls.
1: I was gonna say our general theme here is that I usually don't know what the topic is, but I have definitely watched that episode and I've definitely mentioned before, like of all the places that we've talked about so far, I, I very much want to go there. I just want to stand in this strange forest with all these creepy dolls and just sort of soak it in.
0: Yes. Um, one thing you will probably need is a translator, since it is located it, oh. south of Mexico City
1: right.
0: in Sochimochio. Or sorry, Sochimico. So Chimico. Sorry. My Spanish as far as like pronouncing cities is a little rusty.
1: That actually uh... that actually sounds strangely Japanese.
0: So it's it's definitely spelled weirdly cuz it's X O C H I M I C O.
1: Oh, it might even be Ochi like, I'm not sure if the X is pronounced.
0: So the X is or, pronounced as more of like, more an, like an S. Oh. And I know that from one of Tori's childhood friends who like did dance with her. Her name was Soshi. Oh. It is spelled with an X. Huh. All she right, is, then. I will say she is delightful. I... I've enjoyed every conversation I've had with her, but it did take me a very long time to get the spelling of her name down (laughs) because last thing you think of is an X.
1: Yeah, clearly my... In the
0: American English language.
1: Clearly my babble time is already paying off. I was like, I think it's an H sound. Nope, it's as far away in the alphabet from that sound as it can get.
0: I mean, it depends on, like... um, It can depend on, like, the dialect. Oh, that's true. The area which fun little Spanish teaching for you is that they have different words for different things based on the area. So like oh. um my favorite example of this and I I've made this mistake is it's most common with like fruit and food. Huh. As to whether something is called something else like um In Mexico, you would call actually have my little avocado coin purse. Avocado. (laughs) Aguacates.
1: Wow, that is not to get even more sidetracked, that is that looks like an avocado.
0: I know. It's it's got a little zipper on the front. Yeah, when you were
1: holding it with the zipper back, I was like, oh, she's got a real avocado for some reason (laughs) just on her desk. And then she's gonna compare it. I thought it was gonna be like a like a not a paper mache, like a crocheted. Whoa! Look at that.
0: I know it's it is That's just cool. a, like rubber avocado with the zipper mm. on the side. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah, so in in Mexico, and I can't remember where else, they call avocado aguacates. Mm-hmm. But in I think a few Southern American, South American countries, they call it paltas. Oh, so that is in Peru very they call avocados potas and not "aguacates," but most <laughs> of the time people kind of know what you mean, or if you're like gesturing to it, they they will correct you and be like, "That's not what we call it here. We call it this." <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, I feel dumb," but thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> and how dare you use that dirty version of the pronunciation for that?
0: Yes, yeah, Spanish is a fun language.
1: I am. Uh... It is, a it is. It is. I'm trying I'm trying to figure it out and it's not going well. I yeah. think I might just be too old.
0: The uh the slang words are probably my favorite, but oh, I also yeah. know a lot of swear words which you are definitely not supposed to say. Oh. Which like just um, in
1: in in like mixed company just out in the world you're not supposed to say it.
0: No, so it's um when you swear in Spanish, that's like a very bad thing to do.
1: Oh, okay. It's,
0: it's super frowned upon to oh. like curse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but it's it's very funny because, like if you go to a construction site and anyone speaks Spanish, <laughs> there's just tons of swearing
1: <laughs> that, I, It's nice to know that that's like one universal thing about the world. Yeah.
0: Construction sites are covered in swearing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I see what
1: you mean. Like in the U.S., there are definitely some very conservative people who who don't like swearing at all. But I think on the whole, we're we're a pretty potty mouth sort of country. We, we yeah, swear a lot. I
0: I taught one of my co-workers. A while, this mm-hmm. is a while back. She's from Brazil and she's like, oh, people swear in Brazil all the time. <laughs> She was learning some Spanish and she's like, but I don't know any swear words. And I was like, I know some swear words. <laughs> and one of our coworkers who speaks Spanish was like, "Celine, don't teach her that stuff. Like, that's <laughs> so bad. I'm like, I
1: Look, she needs to have every uh, every possible tool available to her. You know, what if, yeah. what if she gets into a situation where, where the swearing is just really called for? She's going to want to be prepared. Yeah. Was she specifically traveling somewhere or just interested no, in she learning? Was just
0: learning. <laughs> okay. And my co was like, you don't ever swear like most of the time. But I was like, I know people who swear in Spanish. And she's like, that's different. You don't like, you don't swear like around family. You don't swear because oh. you're mad. Mm. You You swear on construction sites. And I guess that's uh-uh. it. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I like how I like how you're like. I know people who swear in Spanish, and she's like, "You know people who swear in Spanish. You don't know any Spanish people who swear." There's a difference.
0: Yes, I mean, maybe, I
1: maybe, may, maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. <laughs> that's that's a conversation for another time.
1: Absolutely, we have gotten so far off track. Um, <laughs> like, all we did was basically talk about the title, and we're already just way behind.
0: Yes. So, I mean, we're not that far off because the location is south of Mexico City. So in Mexico, in the canals of Xochimilco, and it is said that um, the locals say it's a sad island like they which I think that's kind of (laughs) a funny way to say it is that it. Uh, Like
1: unrelated even to the dolls, like I mean, because I feel like a a rep, an island with that kind of decor is naturally going to feel sort of sad.
0: Yeah, it's, I think, just because of the history of it, there's a lot of like negative energy Hmm. around
1: it. Well, and and you'll, I I guess, I don't know exactly where we'll end up here, but it does make me wonder now if like them referring to it as the sad island came before all of the dolls or if people started putting all the dolls and that lent to its reputation as being a sad island.
0: Um so I think that's just more of how people describe it if like you were to tell someone like oh you're going to <laughs> the Island of the Dolls they'd be like oh that's like a sad place why would you go there?
1: Oh, I got you. Okay. Okay, I think, I'm, and, I think I'm finally getting on board. See, I, that's the sad thing, is you're speaking English and I'm still not following what you're saying. Like, I'm trying to learn Spanish and I can't even follow an English conversation. I'm off to okay. a great start.
0: So it's basically, they feel that way because it wasn't ever intended to like become a tourist destination mm-hmm. and there are some unfortunate circumstances that lead to why people want to travel there. And that's Kind of, like, a sad thing, because it's like, oh, like, people died there. Like, that's sad. Why would you visit Mm. as, like, a tourist?
1: (laughs) You, well, you people are apparently unfamiliar with Americans and our love (laughs) of true crime stuff.
0: And creepy things in general. Oh, American? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That gives you some weird passes, but...
1: For sure. Well, and we don't take, like, again, not necessarily everyone, but overall, I would I would think that Americans think of death as less of, like, a big deal. Like, we, we have le- a little less reverence for it, maybe. So the idea that there's this island with all of these dolls that are m- maybe inhabited by spirits or something like that, like, we're just not going to give a shit. <laughs> and we're just going to go. Whereas especially the locals nearby it are probably, like, it's... Like, why would you go there and like disturb the peace of those ghosts? Like, yeah. even just going there would be a sad experience. So, why would you want to? And again, it's like, we're Americans. We disturb things. That's what we do.
0: That is what we do. And mm. I will say that area, like in the canals and the lake in that area, it is home to thousands of people. But oh, wow. This okay. island is only home to one person and hundreds and hundreds of dolls. Oh my
1: god. I I wonder if they maybe didn't even or maybe I just missed it, but I didn't realize anyone lived there. I remembered watching the um the BuzzFeed unsolved thing, or spooky, whatever it was. Yeah, BuzzFeed and um I don't remember there being a person there. That's disturbing.
0: One person lives there, and that is the nephew of the man who like started mm. everything with the dolls. So okay. he's He's more of like a caretaker, which is why he lives there. But it's I feel like it's maybe not necessarily by choice that he lives there. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Kind of even more creepy.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, well, I was born into this life. I didn't choose this, but these are my family now.
0: (laughs) I don't know if he feels that way about the dolls. but
1: (laughs) He must take care of them.
0: And it could be that maybe he's only there every so often but like he's.
1: That's what I was thinking. Physically too. there all the time. Right. That would like be weird if he was the old, like, yeah. Like if he was literally just living there constantly and whenever somebody shows up, there's just this one random person there and he's like, hello, this is my island. Welcome to all my dolls. <laughs> I wonder if he has names for all of them. I would want to know.
0: Um... I don't think he does.
1: I'm guessing because There's too many. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. There's just too many.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of people do feel that the dolls are pretty threatening, huh. even during the day, which is that's when people I think feel the safest in like haunted locations is during oh, with, yeah. the daylight. But then, like without a doubt, it's especially creepy at night. Oh.
1: The way the shadows play on the faces of the dolls makes them look like they're looking at you and turning their faces and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, can, I can definitely see it being creepier at night.
0: Oh, yeah. And in order to get to the island, you do have to take, like, multiple boats. So you have to take, oh, wow. like, a ferry just to get to the canals, and then from there take, like, a smaller boat to get to the island. So
1: okay, Right.
0: You also have to, like, charter a boat well beforehand. So, like, at least, I'm going to say at least a day Yeah, because it's probably, like,
1: some... Because, like, the ferry is going to be more, like, the actual local, like, public transportation. Whereas the boat is potentially going to be just some dude in a fishing boat. And he's like, yeah, I can take you there. But you have to let me know ahead of time and maybe pay up front. Because otherwise, fuck you, I'm busy.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to like either pay as you're like getting on the boat or pay up front ahead of time. Mm-hmm. A lot of boats do canal trips, so like there's generally people like moving in and out of the canals like all the time. But mm. uh, people don't stop at that island unless you specifically request that they stop there.
1: That's that's what I was gonna say. Like, I'm sure you could find someone more or less on the fly to to kind of go wherever you need to. Yeah. But if you want to go to Dahl Island, there's like, no, man, there's only one dude who goes there and yeah. you're going to have to pay him a lot.
0: And it it usu- it usually can take you anywhere from two to four hours just to get there, oh let my- alone, like, come back.
1: Holy shit. So not even... You're not talking about, like, the ferry ride. You mean just that one little boat ride? Holy yeah. shit.
0: Yeah. It, uh... It's definitely a lengthy trip and yeah. They do have it where you're supposed to be able to take like a virtual tour of the island. Mm-hmm. But they do have a pretty nice like little photo album you can look through if, you know, physically going there is not an option for you. You can Right, right. I, you can look at photos online.
1: I'll be honest, I'm still stuck on how long that boat ride is. Like I've just in all the years I've gone fishing with my dad, I've certainly been on a boat for longer than two hours, just, like, shooting the shit and whatnot, but... Yeah. My God, I think the longest... Well, and I've been on, like, ferries in um, in the Seattle area and stuff that are, like, 40 minutes to an hour plus. But, like, yeah. I can't imagine just just being, like, on a fishing boat, just traveling for... That's how long it takes for me to drive to like my parents' house in a car that yep. is air conditioned with Bluetooth, like podcast stuff. Oh my god, that is yeah. Wow, that's a long boat ride.
0: It is. So there is a there is a story behind the Ooh. island.
1: Okay. Well, now I'm intrigued.
0: And that the island is a dedication to the lost soul of a girl who drowned in the canal. Oh no!
1: Okay, now the sad island thing makes way more sense. Oh my yes. God.
0: So this began when Don Julian, who is the island caretaker, left his family in Mexico City to go live on the island. Although it's um, a-
1: Sorry, go ahead. I was
0: going to say, it's not really known why he left his family, yeah. but he did leave because he was being persecuted for his overzealous religious beliefs.
1: Oh, okay. And it's not
0: known if that is actually tied to his reasoning for leaving his family behind.
1: Right, right. So, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so he was leaving because of the religious kind of persecution, but... That may not necessarily be related to why he left. Like, even they were just like, this religion's too much, man. And he's like, well, I'm going to the island so I can pray the way I want to. Are you coming with me? And they're like, no.
0: It was more that he was being persecuted, like, in town. And then he just, like, dipped out. And they're like, oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Oh, I guess... Wow, dad's religion is more important than um his children. That's nice. Cool. Thanks. Well, this isn't you you mentioned the the um original caretaker was the uncle and the guy who lives there now is is the nephew. It, yes. The the guy you're talking about in this story is that the uncle?
0: Yes. So the oh original okay. caretaker Don Julian Santana Barrera. Wow. And he while on the island, found the little girl and oh. believed that she had drowned under mysterious circumstances and he unfortunately, like, could not save her from having drowned.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: So he then later found a doll in the canals that he believed to have belonged to her in, like, the same location of where he first found her. Wow. So, in order to pay respects to her and her spirit, he hung the doll up in one of the trees. Okay. And he... Some people are not entirely sure if he did that to, like, appease her spirit, to appease the spirit of, like, the canals. Since a lot of people think the canals themselves are haunted.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: And... Through this, he then started to collect more and more dolls. And some people believed that he was bringing in dolls that were either possessed by the spirits of little girls. Or that he was driven by some unknown force and was like possessed into grabbing all of these dolls.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest, like I was kind of under the impression that it's sort of like if someone throws a pair of sneakers tied together like on a on a power line, mm-hmm. other other people in the community just kind of join in and suddenly you've got this huge thing. I was under the impression that like he was the originator of the doll idea. And then over the course of time, more and more people just kept bringing dolls. I didn't realize he was, for whatever reason, driven to collect them. That makes it way creepier. (laughs) I thought it was just like a community thing. No, he he is
0: the one who is originally collecting all of these dolls and hanging them around the island to appease the spirit.
1: Wow. Did you have a date on that? What time period are we talking uh i mean it's his nephew now so i'm assuming it's not gonna be any further than like 1950s like when he was born so presumably by like 1970s or whatever he's yeah a man so to speak and he's doing this island stuff but
0: i believe this was in like the mid 60s
1: oh the okay actually
0: collecting all the dogs. wow okay or maybe it was um it may have been early... Okay, it was the 50s. I apologize. The mm. 50s. So he just kept collecting and collecting dolls. And uh-huh. he later also drowned in the same spot oh, no. as the little girl. And Some people believe that he was either taken by the spirit of the little girl or that he was drowned by the fish spirit that they believe live in the canals.
1: Oh, okay. Right, right. So again, it's kind of like we're not sure if it's the island or the canals themselves.
0: Yeah. It's more of like a um, serpent type spirit because it'll like wrap around you and pull you down.
1: Oh, my. Oh, it's like an eel.
0: Yeah. Some people have, like, described it as, like, something that's more of, like, a mermaid-type mm, spirit, okay. but everything I kept reading and hearing about was a lot more like an eel. Okay. So that's, it's <clears throat> like a snake, it's like a fish. I'm like, it sounds like an eel.
1: It sounds, so <laughs> it sounds what I'm like
0: an eel. With is this eel spirit.
1: Is, I, I mean, it's possible maybe he just couldn't live with it anymore. May, like, not that he necessarily had anything to do with it, but like the pressure of just being in this place got to him and he's like, I want to be with the little girl forever. He's yes. like, I can't take this as a living person anymore.
0: And a lot of people in this family felt that once he started living on the island and collecting these dolls, that he was no longer himself. Mm-hmm. because it was really weird and very out of character, or they believe that because this little girl drowned, he was kind of scarred by the fact that he couldn't save this girl's life, and he was constantly trying to like atone for something that was very much beyond his control.
1: Right. No, I, th- I, think, I think that's a very fair guess. Like, anyone... I mean, first of all, just to even decide to do that mm-hmm. is, is odd enough. But then like that's one of the first things you encounter, and you get this sense that like her spirit has like inhabited this doll or whatever, and so he's trying to appease her or take care of her. Yeah. And then he starts collecting Yeah, no, I I think it's fair to say that that some sort of switch flipped or whatever. It like he yeah, he definitely without having known the man, I think it's very easy to say that he changed.
0: Yeah. I would say so. And He spent a total of 50 years of his life collecting the dolls. And he died in 2001. 2001? Holy... I... Wow. That, I... He was collecting dolls the
1: whole time? Yes. That is just so many dolls. I... I mean, obviously, the name or the island has that name for a reason, but. Yeah.
0: He was collecting them for 50 years.
1: I figured a decade tops. And then he just kind of became comfortable with it and was like, yeah, all right. It's got enough dolls. 50 years.
0: I know. It's a long time.
1: That is a long time. Do you happen to know? Excuse me. Do you happen to know if the nephew has continued that? Like, is he still collecting more dolls?
0: So he has not. What has happened since. Don Julian's death is that the island then became very popular Mm. and it does have like this negative association with it because people are unsure if him hanging up the doll originally was more of an innocent act or if it was something that was more nefarious and had evil tied to it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because when you first mentioned that, like, because we already talked about how long it takes to get to this island, right? So that that means it's either just incredibly remote and isolated by itself. Yeah. Or for whatever reason, the, like, structure of the canals or whatever is with the, like, it's just hard to get to. So it might be, like, nearby, but you have to take a really awkward way to get to it or, like, but for whatever reason... Why was that little girl there? Like, the story goes that he found her there, but... So that's
0: the thing that people are unsure of, is they're not sure if this little girl was actually real. Or if it was a story that he made up.
1: Well, okay. Now I feel like a dick because I was... I jumped immediately to he kidnapped and killed a child.
0: No, no, that is that is not what people believe <laughs> okay. to have happened. It's just that there is no actual evidence that this girl existed in the first right. place. So okay. people are unsure as to whether he actually found a girl who had drowned, or if he he believes that he right, right. found a girl who drowned and is... Just slowly going mad,
1: yeah, I do think it, yeah okay.
0: <laughs> now, I, like I said,
1: I feel bad now that I just jumped to him committing the worst crime imaginable. match
0: <laughs> when it's like, we' do no, not believe just... that that there is no <laughs> okay. evidence of that.
1: Well, maybe his whole plan from the beginning, maybe it wasn't even like maybe he just had all of these sort of kakamimi stories. Like, maybe even the whole religious thing wasn't even entirely true. He was just trying to drum up this bit. like somehow he got a hold of this island, and he thought, yeah. hey, I could make a lot of money off this island, and it just never came to fruition until he died, which is unfortunate. But um, his dream could he, have been real. I
0: pays to visit the island, so I don't oh. think there's any...
1: I mean, maybe he's just a terrible businessman. Maybe. <laughs> he just wanted... For, for whatever reason, he was driven to get people to visit this island.
0: Yeah. Um. A lot of people have drowned in the waters of the canals. It's... A lot of people feel that the waters are actually very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that it, it is safe... It is safest to travel by boat, but it is, you know, not without some risk. Sure. So it is possible that a girl did actually drown and he happened to find her. hmm But it is something that a lot of the locals are like very wary of the waters of the lagoon just because they they feel that there is some sort of magical element to the island I, and they're very wary of it
1: that makes sense yeah so most the, like like i said they're going like it feels like the idea would be that the locals try to avoid it But Mm -hmm. the Americans and I suppose other people from around the world are like, we want to see this scary island. And they're like, why are you idiots going there?
0: Yeah. It's just nothing but sadness. They're like, just stop.
1: Yeah. Why? Leave the spirits to themselves.
0: Uh, The island is a man-made Aztec floating garden. No shit. That's cool. It's like a self-sustaining island as far as like... All of the plants on the island. Um, yeah. Huh. As of now, so what Don Julian did do is that he did have a favorite doll on the island. Okay. And he created like a shrine to his favorite doll and the spirit of the little girl with the original doll. He did end up moving from the tree, it like in this. Brian, which is in like a hut on the island. Mm-hmm. So that's he... what I remember
1: being surprised by uh, in the in the Buzzfeed episode was like I was surprised that there was a structure there. For some reason, yeah. I just assumed it was just sort of vacant island just with dolls everywhere. But then you come upon this almost like Blair Witch style hut, just kind of in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, and okay. now people do bring dolls to leave. On the island. So the amount of dolls has grown exponentially just from people visiting. People usually leave something behind. Yeah, I bet. Which is anything from like actual like dolls or like Barbie dolls to like stuffed animals.
1: Yeah. Anything that's like meaningful for them, they bring and leave on the island. Yeah. Which is also weird. Like she's got her own shrine. So she's kind of like a Hispanic Annabelle
0: kind of except um
1: less murdery like a little less evil
0: i'm aware his favorite doll did not murder anyone and it is not Um, believed that the girl's doll murdered her or anyone else
1: (laughs) not to mention that like i don't think anyone's necessarily ever described annabelle as their favorite doll but you know i mean somebody's got to be out there who loves her
0: very true And now the island does have a different caretaker, which is Don Julian's nephew. So he moved to the island. He actually was the one who found that his uncle had drowned. He was the one who found him. Yeah. Because he hadn't heard from him in a few days and was like, oh, that's weird. Like, I would have heard from him by now. So he went to, like, check up on him and saw that he, too, had drowned. and. You know, that's rough, decided that he would then take over caring for the island. So he does live there, but no one else outside of the dolls and a lot of spiders live on the island.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the BuzzFeed episode mentioning all the. It mentioned
0: all the spiders. <laughs> so they were more afraid of the spiders than like the dolls. I think that's
1: fair. Yeah. Well, like I mean, even if you're a Shaniac, or uh, even if you're a Bugara, like even if you believe that these dolls are inhabited by some kind of spirit, I think you...
0: that you can't entirely tell in the dark whether a spider is poisonous or not is kind exactly. of exactly. Iffy. You,
1: yeah, you don't know what a spirit's necessarily going to do. You know that spider's there. You know that spider's there, and it can drop on you and kill you in a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. Oh my God. I
0: will say a lot of people do have paranormal experiences on the island. Oh, I a bet. lot of people say that they feel watched, and like the eyes of the dolls are following them everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. Which I... If you go into a room that has a lot of dolls, I kind of feel that way.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. If I was gonna say, if you've ever been in a room like that, even if like even if you don't get a sense that the eyes are following you, it's still just upsetting. (laughs) It's it's very strange. And you're like, I need to leave this is the doll's domain, I need to leave.
0: Yeah. A lot of people say that they see the dolls blink and their eyes like actually following them. Or they see them turn their heads and whisper to each other.
1: Okay, I thought like, oh my god, I was not expecting whispering to each other. Somehow, like, the turning the heads doesn't surprise me, but the idea that the dolls are communicating freaks me out so much.
0: A lot of people hear whispering around them when they go.
1: I want to go there so bad.
0: And a lot of people generally feel, like, uneasy and there's a lot of eerie feelings. There, oh for sure. Some people feel cold spots, and like someone has physically touched them sometimes. Um, Don Julian says that um, his nephew, sorry, Don no. Julian's nephew, says that he hears his uncle's cane because he used to walk around with the cane, so he hears oh like God. that moving. Uh,
1: oh,
0: and then he said that he has seen the dolls physically move and that he's not a fan of that
1: oh he's not oh i don't doubt it i would like even if you've gotten to a point where you're sort of comfortable there and you like because he presumably at least feels safe enough that they're not gonna murder him they're not gonna disturb him in any way but like If you ever saw them move, you'd still be like, I do not like that. Can you please stop doing that? At least not at night. Like do that during the day when it feels a little less creepy. Could you not do that at night? Yeah. And they're just like, no, we're enchanted dolls. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, oh, my God, they're not doing anything nefarious. They're just walking around or some shit. They're not even walking. They're just they're just glancing from side to side. You're like, can you stop doing that,
0: please? Yeah. Uh, So they were the island was visited by Ghost Adventures. Our favorite. Hey, yes. And this was on season nine, episode six. And uh, I forgot about this because I have seen this episode. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. but I have actually seen this one. And um, I forgot that Zach is actually afraid of dolls. Like he has a fear of dolls, oh, which no. I think is very funny because he's acquired so many haunted dolls at his ah. museum. So.
1: Yeah, seems somehow Maybe fitting.
0: He's, he's either like gotten over his fear or someone else handles the dolls for him so he does not have oh, to I I actually handle them.
1: Can you imagine being at the level that you have a doll handler? Like you don't ever physically touch them yourself. You're just like, okay, oh my can, gosh. Somebody, can somebody please come take care of this?
0: this you hire this. someone as a doll handler.
1: That's the entire job description. Like, you're there for one reason and one reason. And we're going one to reason,
0: the. And each person is assigned one doll specifically. Oh, yeah. He has I multiple doll handlers. What has to work, is that you can't have multiple dolls for one person. Oh, yeah. Each doll gets one person. It's a one to one ratio. Oh, no. And as a matter of fact, that's why. No idea, that makes sense to me just because they're haunted items. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to keep an eye on them all at all times. You got to keep them with you. You got to keep them near you. You've got to be containing them. No, and that makes perfect sense because it would start with Zach. Even with his phobia, he is the first handler with Annabelle, and he keeps Annabelle. But or no, wait,
0: did he take Annabelle? He Annabelle. Off of Annabelle okay, is
1: that still with the Warrens?
0: Yes, Annabelle is still with the Warrens. I believe. I think he does have a few. Very haunted dolls. Okay. And there's one specifically that he has whose name I'm actually not going to mention because I've... I've heard listening to other podcasts that when people have heard just the name that they have gotten, like, very sick or, like, they feel very weird and have been affected by said haunted doll, so... He okay. has, he has some Look, very haunted dolls.
1: I'm just gonna say this, like for anyone who's like, listening, he doesn't
0: have um, Annabelle or, uh, oh gosh, um, the one in Florida whose name I can't remember. Oh my god this doll is going to haunt me because I don't oh, remember
1: no. his name. I'm so <laughs> sorry. So one doll gets pissed if you say their name. This doll's going to get pissed because you can't remember them. He's going to be like, you son of a bitch. Sure.
0: I am so sorry. Robert. So he doesn't uh, have, I think three of the more haunted dolls that he does not have is Annabelle, Robert, and then there's one named Harold who I think he has had on the show, but he does not own oh said okay. Doll.
1: it's been the doll been, uh, lives with someone else lives with some-
0: and then he um, has other very haunted dolls.
1: I will say right now, if you can find a way that you're comfortable with to like give me information on that one doll, I will do a whole little like patreon thing where I will just talk about this doll and I will call it out for like ten minutes or whatever, and we'll see what happens.
0: I' see how many people get sick from this episode. It, I- but oh, yeah, I can okay. send you like Just all for... of the information. Okay. I... For, and and I then, then like, yeah,
1: listen at your own, like, own. Listen at your own risk.
0: Assumed risk. Listen at your own mm-hmm. risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fine. I'll do um, that. That's
1: that's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, so, man. in this episode, they actually took. I believe they took Harold the doll with them on this. Trip,
1: oh my okay,
0: and brought him to a psychic in Mexico City. And from what I understand, they did not talk to her ahead of time. They did not tell her they were oh. bringing this doll. They just okay. kind of didn't say that they were going to Ila de las Muñecas or anything like that. They were just like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like well, we're here." <laughs> let's go like, visit a local psychic, like, why not?
1: Yeah, and we got to Harold, he's gonna go see his cousins, let's get him an interview before we go, see how he's feeling.
0: Yes, um, I, was, I will say they did take Harold home, so he did, he went back home, he did not stay, but right, I believe they bring the him to visit, like, with the other dolls, which I thought was kind of funny.
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna, like, laugh at it, but then it's kind of cute. Like, just the idea that they're like, Harold doesn't get out much, you know, and he wants to, he wants to meet his brethren, his, his doll.
0: The other hundred doll dolls people. that exist.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's so, like, I
1: don't want to stay there, though. He's like, have you seen all those spiders? Fuck this, I'm out. Harold the, doesn't want to stay with all the spiders.
0: Yeah. The psychic, her name is Sabrina. She told them that.
1: Was she a teenage, teenage witch?
0: No, she was not. Damn it. I know. Oh, you all going to. Be- yeah, oh, so she fair. was not a teenage witch. Uh, Such she a told perfect them that they were. She told them that there were five spirits inhabiting the doll, and that one of them oh. was a woman.
1: Uh, just to clarify, you mean inhabiting Harold? Or the yes. doll on the island? Oh, okay, okay.
0: Having Harold's. Because um, oh. they didn't think that it would be best for them to take any of the dolls from the island. Yeah. But they're like, well, we can bring one with us. So this I think this was before they even went to the island. Gotcha. So she told them that it was actually very dangerous for them to be carrying around this doll with them and that she said that if they weren't careful, they would start to feel sick from these spirit manifestations in the doll. She also warned them about making sure they treated the doll well, because otherwise it would make the spirits angry and they would then attack them, which funny enough is kind of Zach's favorite thing to do, which is to like antagonize <laughs> the spirits and be like, come and get me. <laughs> what I do, you know, I, and that's I've said me. this. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, Zach, I've, stop it.
1: I've said this a lot. Like I'm very much more on the Shane side of the spectrum I don't believe in just about any of this stuff. and uh, i have I have poked fun at Zach Baggins. I do love the fact that he is kind of a Shaniac Brian combo because, yeah. As far as I can tell, he totally believes in, in all of this, but he wants to get a, a reaction. He So he antagonizes yes. them as best he can, because he's like, I'm, this is why he's here. He's like, we traveled all this way. I want to get some kind of experience or reaction from these spirits. I, and I personally respect the hell out of that because it's one thing for Shane to go in as a complete non-believer, he thinks this is all hokum. So of course he has no like fear of anything. It's another thing to actually believe in some of it and go in and just be like, come and possess me. And it's like, that would be terrifying. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. He, I
0: think, I think part of it is because he wants others to believe as much as he does. So he wants mm-hmm. there to be as much evidence as he can like possibly collect. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. So the psychic did tell them that, um, the spirits were angry with one of them. Oh no! And, um but she doesn't know who. She did. She didn't know who. They talked about it like after they left. Oh good. And Zach was like, "Oh yeah, I was the one that they were mad at," because he's like, <laughs> which I'll I'll get into. Um, actually, I'll get into it now. So he okay. was like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "Oh he." Then notice that, like, he had some bruising on his arm, and he's like, that was not there before we left. And it looked like a tiny little baby hand. Oh, no! Shut <laughs> up! Oh, God, it's Harold! Like, the three fingers? Yeah. Like, kind of like this top part the tips, of the fingers? Yeah, the the, the, the tips. tips?
1: of, like, the top, the, the like, lo- three small, longest fingers? Yeah.
0: Or, like, doll hand. They were tiny.
1: That's what I was thinking, doll hands. He's like...
0: Oh yeah, she was telling us that the spirits were upset with us and if we weren't careful like one of us would get our arm or like hands broken. Mm-hmm. On this side which was like an arm on the doll that the oh, original no. handler is like you need to be careful because this arm like is kind of coming off. Oh. I was okay. like picking it up and be like <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. No.
1: <laughs> he's playing with it like a child. And they're like, uh, uh, actually, not only is this haunted, but it's an antique. So please don't. Please jostle be careful.
0: Herald. Yeah,
1: <laughs> can you please? And he's like, no, oh, 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 no, no. Hold on. Mr. Baggins, Mr. Baggins, please. He,
0: put it I'll say like he he wasn't super careless with it, but he was a little rough with it. <laughs> he's not trying to get
1: all he's trying to get a rise out of the spirit just a little bit.
0: I feel like Zach is just not a very gentle person. <laughs> he's just <laughs> kind of antagonistic, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's my. I, I do. I will say I do enjoy the show. <laughs> well, it's not again. Hey,
1: look, it's, again first... it's good isn't television. It's still going, isn't it? Like that. Like yes. it's not like he's still doing it, but it's it's literally that same show is still on the air.
0: No, he's still doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, I just yeah. mean like, like it's not like that show ended up ending, and then he did oh, like no. his own. But it's like literally the same show, isn't it? Yeah. Like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's mm, impressive.
0: He has one or two people who have since left and started doing like their own thing.
1: Oh yeah, that's I mean, gonna happen.
0: Yeah, it's that's gonna happen. But like, he's still doing it, and he still has like, anytime there's like a new member, they're like very conscientious of like making it known they have a new team member joining them and stuff like that.
1: Well, that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, While they were at the meeting they had with the medium, she told them that Don Julian, like, while they were there, was contacting her and went over with her to, like, tell them how he wanted them to treat his island. Okay. Okay. And that when they got there, that he wanted them to have, like, a little cheers to him with a glass of an Aztec drink called pulque.
1: Ooh, what's that?
0: I'm actually not really sure. It's, like, an old alcohol-based beverage. I'm going to say it's probably similar to... um, Morada, which is, um, in Peru, they have this purple corn drink called Chicha Morada. Ooh. But then they have, like, an alcohol-based one that's just called Morada. Well, so we
1: are it's... definitely going to have to feature this at some point. Pulque uh, is a, an alcoholic beverage made from fermented sap of the agave plant. Okay, yeah, so it's it's okay. sort of tequila-esque. It has,
0: tequila-esque the... so... it,
1: it has the color of milk not particularly appetizing, and a rather viscous consistency, and a sour yeast-like
0: taste. Wonderful.
1: Well, if I'll tell you what, at the very least, if we ever get to the point where we can do, like, traveling stuff, we are going to taste some authentic bull I Yes. I want to try that so bad now.
0: Yes, and while she was giving them these instructions, she also gave them a lot of information about Don... Julian's favorite doll to kind of help her authenticate like that. She was actually giving them like real information, but she does not know Don Julian and his family. She has no association or correlation with them and the Island. So for them, that was kind of like a telling moment of, Oh, she's giving us this credible information. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will say, whether you believe in psychics or not, they believed it in the moment, so... Right. Now just let that be that.
1: (laughs) Just let that sit there and simmer.
0: Yes. And then the island has also been visited by BuzzFeed Unsolved, which is now Watcher with Shane and Ryan. Oh, right. And... They visited about six years ago, and they met with uh, one of their people from BuzzFeed, Mexico, uh, Pepe. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, I forgot they had, yeah, they had, like, their satellite team.
0: Yeah, so he did a lot of translating for them and, like, helped them with, like, navigating through the canals and, like, getting a boat and everything. And Ryan mentioned that people don't like the canals because they feel that there's a lot of... That energy. They also said that the island sings to people like a siren's song.
1: That's creepy.
0: And that it like, you know, draws people in. Yeah, like, draws that's...
1: them to the water until they drown.
0: Yep. And the their boat operator told them that one of the last times he had actually been to the island, he was then possessed for several days after visiting. I'm like, oh, that's okay. so reassuring As this person's like then taking you there. Great. Yeah. Rough. Love it.
1: It's OK. I survived. I mean, I got I got a, I got a little. OK, look, I got a, I got a little possessed. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I wasn't over the limit for possession. I was fine to drive. I just you know, I got I, a little possessed.
0: It's only a few days. I just wanted to keep yeah. going back. It's fine. It's,
1: yeah, exactly. It's fine. Look, I survived. You guys will survive. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, Give me, uh, just, just make sure you pay me ahead of time.
0: Yes. Pepe did say this was not his favorite place to go and he was not a fan of the island, yeah. which came from him. Right. Especially when you live in a place where everyone's like, yeah, no, that place is hella haunted. And it's like, hmm.
1: Yeah, it's one Pepe? thing to visit, but if he's like in the area and he's already heard stories about this place, he's like, can we? Yeah. can we go like literally anywhere else? That'd be cool. Just
0: yes. And we'll say that Hispanic culture is a lot more superstitious than American mm-hmm. culture. So, a lot more people believe in spirits and like making spirits angry and stuff versus regular like American culture. Yeah. So, for them, doubt. it's kind of like a more sacred place in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I mean, is, that's like what we were was, talking about
1: earlier is just like they, they're going to have a certain reverence for it and we're just yeah. not going to care <laughs> we're just going to be like well I'm yeah. going to go see it and they're like you shouldn't go there I'm like I don't care I'm going to go
0: well and it's like with a lot of like different stories that they have like um, yeah. I had friends growing up tell us like ghost stories of like um, La Chupacabra and mm-hmm. La Llorona
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And stories like that, like, where it's like, if you don't behave, La is gonna take you as one of your children and, like, drown you in the river. She's gonna steal you and, like, you will never come home. Or, like, if you're not careful, La Chupacabra is gonna, like, get you at night and eat you.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, and we've had, like, the Boogeyman, which I think, even for, like, American culture, isn't even really originated here. I think it's technically something borrowed more from, like, Europe. Yeah. But even that is still just, like... I think it's, like, the the story of the boogeyman is you just kind of disappear. The idea that La Llorona is gonna, like, come and specifically drown you in the river is just, like, extra terrifying.
0: Well, it's like, um... As I say that's a whole other story that's kind of fun, but oh, the what? story is is that, like, yeah she was with a man who was like cheating on her so like out of vengeance and because she was so over overcome with anger she drowned their children but then like she lost them so she's like trying to find her children because she like realizes what she did and won't rest until like her children come home to her
1: yeah. So it's like, I remembered,
0: you, like, she will come and find you and, like, claim you as your own child, but she has to drown you in the river to, like, get your yeah. spirit to be united with hers.
1: That's what, yeah, that's the part that I forgot. I remembered that she was, like, the crying woman or, like, the mm-hmm. woman in white, and she, she steals children away in the night and basically drowns them. But I forgot that, like, the origin of the story is that she, like, killed her own kids.
0: Yeah. And that, like, kids went to heaven, but she can't. Right, right. Like, she right, has to, like, yeah. atone for her sins. Yeah.
1: yeah, and she is not doing that. She is not atoning at all. She's no. doing the opposite of atoning, I think one might say.
0: Yeah, well, so, there's a lot more of a spiritual connection in yeah. Mexico and South America. Uh, Ryan said that he thought the, the island was way creepier at night, which I... Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, creepy, anyways, it mm-hmm. because there's dolls everywhere. But at night, yeah, and uh, I think this is one of the few episodes where Shane was like, "Yeah, I'm done. Let's go." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but
0: I think that was more because there were spiders everywhere.
1: He yeah, he did not care for the spiders. I think that's that's no. a pretty fair sort of thing. It's just yeah. <laughs> like he he doesn't want the spiders. That's pretty yeah. fair.
0: Yeah. So um. With our story overall, nobody really knows what is the truth as to whether Don Julian actually found a little girl who drowned in the canal or whether he had some weird compulsion to start collecting these dolls and use that as like a story. But it is a lot of people consider it very haunted and will tell you not to go there. (laughs) Right. <laughs> so say travel at your own risk, I guess. And also just because you have to go through canals for two to four hours, depending on how direct your route is. So,
1: yeah, you know, I was really gung ho at the beginning of this. And I was like, man, if we ever make it, we're going to go there. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to sit on a boat for two. Hours. And that's one way, right? Like you're on a fishing boat. Way, essentially. Yeah. Oh, so long.
0: And that, that is so our, our story.
1: Well, thank you. you are love I, that. Um, there again, even having kind of been familiar with it, that was still more than I knew before. And kind uh, of that's chilling. Like, I, I still kind of want to go, but I am a little more hesitant.
0: More hesitant?
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little.
0: That's fair. That is fair.
1: Um, and for the, the pairing, I'm going to give the drink a two. Uh, that did not go well for me. I added some cranberry juice, and that bumped it up to more like a four. Um, okay. But I think, I think whatever the hell I did, a cosmopolitan I did not make. Um, I'm giving the ginger snaps a ten. They saved the whole thing. There was something about the the combination of the sour and like the the kind of sweet pungentness of the the ginger snaps that just really worked it it very much counteracted the horrible drink way better so I mean like together they're like a five the the ginger snaps for me at least did a lot of heavy lifting
0: that's fair that's fair um I am I feel like my drink was pretty solid at like a seven and I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give my little ginger men Cookies. Oh, I got, yeah. like, the Pepperidge Farms gingerbread one. Yeah. I'm going to give those, like, an eight. I yeah. I feel like they... homemade gingerbread cookies. Like, I mean, I think of Grandma's gingerbread yeah. cookies are, like... Oh, yeah. Homemade. Always going to be, like, a solid ten for me. It's just always better.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and the... Uh, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, mine should probably be an eight. Because they're they're not, like... I already said it. Screw it. I'm gonna stick with it. But you're you're right. Grandma's would on my scale, grandma's would be an eleven. They're they're always and like the way that she makes them, even if they've been sitting out for a while, they're just perfectly Yeah, and they're still soft somehow, and like the they they sit with the frosting on them and they just get even better.
0: Mm -hmm. Nothing beats grandma's cookies.
1: Oh, they're so goddamn good. Well, if you want to send us hate mail or uh, tell us a place that we shouldn't visit that we then should visit, you can email <laughs> us at PeculiarPairingsPod at gmail.com. You can see us on Twitter. I mean, X. At Peculiar Pair Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Peculiar Pairings Pod And uh, check us out on Patreon, please.
0: Yes. And keep an eye out for YouTube, As oh, I am right. actually... This is a fun little announcement that I'm going to surprise all of you with. I'm Mm. actually going to be starting a other series and putting that on YouTube. And and I think on podcasting platforms, underneath the umbrella of Peculiar Pairings, I'm going to call it 50 Most, where I tell you 50 of the most, currently it is for season one, most haunted areas across the United States. Ooh, that so Join cool. me for that.
1: Yeah, that sounds like fun. And also, real quick, um, you were mentioning statistics the last week. I think it was was it was it, was it Pittsburgh.
0: Yes, shout out to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know who's listening over there? But thank you.
1: <laughs> like I don't think we know anybody in Pittsburgh.
0: I, I am not kidding. Pittsburgh, but all right, thanks. We'll take I, it.
1: I genuinely thought there were eight people listening. It was like, it was like. Roxy's listening, I know. Um, I don't even know if she listens to every episode. We had like three cousins who tune in and out. Uh, your mom, uh, maybe one other aunt.
0: Maybe half listens. Maybe, right. She she does try. My dad has tried, but he just is generally confused and can't ever seem to figure it out. I yeah. I love him dearly, but he has is, he is not quite made it to listening. Like, I've... I've sent him like direct episodes and he's like, I started it, but I'll finish it later. And then that doesn't ever get back to it.
1: Yeah. My mom's essentially the same way of like,
0: I I didn't know you
1: were doing this thing. How do I listen to it? And yet send her like a direct link. And she's like, oh, that's so complicated. And I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) all right. Well, yeah, I'm like, you know, literally it, it, whatever, literally any device you're on, you just tap that and it should bring you to at least some place where you can hear it. That's all you got to do. But that's. we will fine. say my, fine.
0: my Aunt Debbie and my Aunt Shelby are avid listeners and they've listened to really? every single episode, if not a majority of them.
1: Oh my God. Well, now I feel like there's pressure. I feel like
0: <laughs> pressure. Well, shout out to them, too. Thanks. Listener in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you were like, no, there's like a hundred and some new listeners. And I'm like, a hundred? I'm like, I, you don't mean think
0: like... Is, I don't think it is a hundred because it doesn't okay. break it down for listeners versus like listens. But we had in like one day, a oh, hundred plus, 130 plus listens. So like playthroughs of episodes, right. which and I that, mean, if you binge was... listen, that's what I do. So
1: Oh, I see what you mean. OK, so it would count like every episode, essentially. Yeah. Oh huh. well, I mean, yeah, I'll take it. That's still still more than I would have ever expected.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we do have a few international listeners that kind of tune in and out as as they see fit, and I see that my camera is frozen, <laughs> so I'm gonna try turning it off. Oh, there we go. Hooray! And had a moment.
1: Mom yeah, keeps getting really dark because I closed my blinds.
0: That's- and I oh, will say, next week we're going to be covering uh, the government poisoning alcohol during Prohibition.
1: Oh yes, okay, I do actually know a little bit about that, and now I'm That's excited. Gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> yes. It is, and the little tease that I'll give that of of the bit that I remember about it is like you kind of are like, I kind of get it. In a weird way, but at the same time, it's like the government should not be doing that. Like I understand, I sort of understand the thought process of like, well, if you're going to drink alcohol in a period where it's illegal, you're taking your own risk. You know,
0: pay either way.
1: (laughs) But it's still like, what are you doing?
0: Who's running this shit? Oh, you know, the government. The government doing what they. see Nothing's changed. No, nothing, nothing has really changed. No.
1: But yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week for that, uh, uh, that. Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll see you next week for that episode. Yes. And uh, the next thing I was going to say was thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.